BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. And today I'm gonna share with you what I'm doing to prepare for the next recession. Now, over the last few years, there's been a lot of speculation that a recession is coming. The market is going to crash. The bubble is going to burst, and it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Now, when, nobody knows for sure. There's a lot of speculation that there could be a recession in 2020, 2021, 2022. Nobody knows for sure, and nobody quite knows the extent of it, how intense it will be, if it will be worse or more intense or less intense than it was back in 2008. But if you look at history, if you look at the US economy over the last century, on average, every 10 years, there's been a recession. Every year or so, there's a correction in the market where it drops up to 10%. You can look at the cycles for history for that. That's fairly predictable. But a recession is something that typically has happened every 10 years or so, where the market drops more than 10%. And the last time we had a recession in the United States was back in 2008. So we're due for one. It's been over 10 years now, and that's why there's a lot of speculation among many other factors that economists and investors and analysts look at that is going to contribute to a recession, not just within the United States, but globally, it's gonna affect Canada, Europe, it's gonna affect the entire world. So if you look at Warren Buffett, Ray Dalio, the top investors out there, they all speculate the recession's coming. If you look at the top financial teachers out there, such as Robert Kiyosaki, who I had a chance to interview on my YouTube channel, to Tony Robbins, who I had the opportunity to spend time with in Fiji at his resort. All the top people out there you might see on YouTube, they're talking about a recession coming. So if a recession is coming, okay, if something is gonna happen that is gonna affect all of us, it's gonna affect your livelihood, your career, your business, your finances, your future, then we wanna make sure we're prepared for it. Because I believe if you're prepared for a recession, yes, it's gonna cause a lot of challenges in our lives. 
a lot of people, their net worth is going to drop and diminish who knows how much. It could be 50%. A lot of people could lose their whole life savings. They could lose their job and their career. Their business can drop and suffer. They could go out of business. There's a lot of negative things that can happen when there is a recession. A lot of people suffer and are affected by it. But I believe that it can also be the greatest opportunity for us if we are prepared. We don't have to be a victim of these events occurring in our lives. We can be a victor. We can take advantage of these opportunities because in every time that there is a recession, there's an opportunity if you're prepared for it. If you know how to invest your money, if you have a business, if you have the right mindset and the right approach to things, then I believe that if 2008 happened again and you're prepared for it, you could have bought a lot of these companies and stocks in the stock market, for example, or even real estate, and you could be so much further ahead um, through the recovery that occurred after that in 2008 than, than you would if you didn't take advantage of it. So I look at the opportunity of it. I look at my mindset is if there is a recession, which I'm speculating and predicting that there will be, I just don't know when, then I want to make sure that I'm in the best position possible to take advantage of that so I can get further ahead in my life. It doesn't have to be something that negatively affects my finances, my net worth, etc. So I want to share with you a few things that I'm doing. I think these are things that could help and benefit you regardless of where you are right now. I'm in a bit of a different position as some of you might be. Uh, I'm an active investor. I have a multi-million dollar investment portfolio and a multi-million dollar online business. And so for me, a recession is going to hurt me. It's going to affect me in a lot of negative ways. I speculate and think about how my business will be affected by it, how my investment portfolio will be invested by it as well. But for you, you might not have a business. You might not have investments. You might have a job. And in that case, you've got to think about, okay, well, what if I lose my job? What if my company that I work for is not making as much money and they have to lay people off? Right? Or maybe you do have some investments, or maybe you're young, or maybe you're older, because depending where you are, there's going to be a different approach. So it's kind of hard for me to give you a one-size-fits-all. There's a few things I can share with you in this video that will be universal, I think, and apply to everybody, but there are certain circumstances where some of the advice that I give might not fully apply to you. For example, if you're you know, 60 years old and you're approaching retirement, you know, you don't have as much time as someone like myself or maybe some of the other viewers here that are in their 20s and 30s and 40s. Um, you know, if you need the money, then obviously a recession is going to really hurt you if you depend on that for your livelihood in retirement. So there's certain approaches that are different based on where you are. Okay, but let me share with you what I'm doing. And there's pieces from this that I think that you can take and apply to yourself. The first thing that I always start with, just like with any goal, any dream, any Anything I want to pursue in my life, I always understand that 80% is always your psychology and your mindset. There's a mental and emotional component that we got to cultivate that will allow us to withstand the hard times, to get through the winters of life. Because most often, the hard times, the winters, it weeds out the weak. It's the, the, those that have the right mindset, the, the grit, the mental fortitude that can withstand the challenges and take advantage of it. So first and foremost, I always want to make sure that my mindset is strong, that I have the mindset of, okay, you know what? If shit hits the fan, if my business crashes, if the economy crashes, if I have less customers, make less money, my investment portfolio drops, what can I do to mentally prepare myself for that? Okay, what can I do mentally to make sure that when that happens, it's not like a big surprise and I've done certain things and put certain measures in place that I can get through the other side of that, that I can withstand it. And sometimes, for example, if there are hard times, 
it's not like you can benefit right away from it. Most often, it's the long-term thinking and horizon that I always take on as a mindset. So in the short term, yes, I, I go into things thinking, yes, in the short term, I'm gonna get hurt. I'm gonna lose money, I'm gonna lose customers maybe. Again, I'm just speculating, preparing mentally for that. I think that we should expect the best, but prepare for the worst, right? So I expect the best at all times. I got a very optimistic attitude and mindset, but I also prepare for the worst case scenario that can occur, and that often helps me to go into these things um, just as prepared and comfortable and confident as I can. Because here's the thing, this is what gets a lot of people in trouble, is when they don't have a strong mindset and the economy drops, they lose their job, all these things happen, they go into depression, they get anxiety and stress, they get fearful, most often they sell their investments, they they have a very pessimistic attitude and outlook, and they don't, they don't think that things are gonna get better for them. And so often when you have that mindset, in my opinion, that's when you make the worst mistakes. Um, but if you have the patience to withstand it, if you don't panic when these things happen, so if you have stocks or investments and you're fearful and you panic and you sell it all, well now you lost a lot of your investment because the worst time to sell are when things are low. But if you can withstand that with the right mindset and the patience to understand that things will get better and to trust in the investments that you've made, then you can come out of that much better than you were before. In fact, if you bought stock when things dropped at the lowest point and you look at things recovering and you're not fearful and panicking and you can make those emotional decisions, then again, you can come out the other side in so much of a better position. So mindset is always the first piece. I always take on a long-term mindset, long-term horizon that that whatever happens, if I look at history, things have always recovered and things always recover better than ever. Uh, if I look at 2008, if I had the right mindset back then and knew what I know now about investing and all that, I could have taken advantage of that a lot more. Now, it's easy to say that in hindsight, of course, but when I look at it, for example, if, you know, if I had a Bank of America stock, let's say, um, you know, and it dropped and crashed the way that it did, a lot of investors, a lot of people, they panic, they freak out and they sell, they lose their money versus someone that has the right mindset of an optimistic attitude that it's gonna recover, they have confidence, they're emotionally even, they can invest in Bank of America and sure enough, could have made a fortune from that. So for me, it's the opportunity mindset, it's that mindset of long-term thinking, it's not getting caught up in the short-term losses and how that affects my life, but it's preparing as much as I can mentally and emotionally. And I think one of the best ways to do that is always be improving yourself, work on yourself, every day have a morning ritual that you do to put yourself in a strong, powerful, confident state, learn and cultivate new skills. Because when you cultivate skills and gain experience, whether it's in business or marketing or skills that are always in high demand, you don't have that same fear and that anxiety that a lot of other people do. Um, for example, if you have a job and you know, you're so dependent on that job, but you don't really have many skills outside of that. Um, if you lose your job, now you're in a tough position, for example, because now you're fearful that you could ever get another job. And that's very challenging. But if you have skills and you have confidence, you know that you can always find a new job. You know that you have skills that are useful and valuable and will always be in high demand. So if you learn, for example, skills of marketing and, and business and things that can help businesses grow, you have an advantage that most likely you will be the least likely to lose your job, for example, because you have a skill set that's so in demand and valuable. Most often companies lay off all these other positions that don't contribute as much to the business. But if you have these skills 
and you lose your job, you can always find new jobs and new opportunities that are out there because of the skills you've gained. That's why I always say on my channel, guys, is not what you get, it's who you become. Who you become is the most valuable thing. Who you become in thinking and mindset and confidence and belief, the skills and talents that you d develop, the gifts that you have, that's the most valuable thing. You can take everything away from me or anyone that has that mindset and they can always get it back because the mindset is the same. There's a saying that goes, you can take all of the wealth in the world and distribute it evenly amongst everyone on this planet, the billions of people, and in a matter of years, all of that wealth and money will end up in the same hands. Right? Because people that have that mindset, confidence, they hustle, they grind, they work hard, they work smart, those people are always the ones that will rise to the top, that will find ways to accumulate the money and earn it over time. So. The mental component, I'm not gonna to talk too much more about because I go into that a lot on my channel here. You can subscribe here or browse around Project Life Mastery for more content on mindset. I've got a playlist that actually goes more into that. But I wanna talk more about what I do with my money and how I plan and allocate and manage that. So first thing I'm gonna say in business, okay, business. So if you have a job, be prepared. You could lose your job. Not that you would, I pray that you don't, but you could. So if that's the case, how do you prepare for that? For me and my business, um, there could be a chance that my business drops in sales. Maybe for example, if there's a recession, people are losing their jobs, people don't have as much money to spend, they're not gonna be consuming as much. People in that position, they might not, they might not care, for example, to buy you know, courses that can help them improve their mindset or improve their life. They're just trying to survive, you know? It's a different mindset of the demographic of people out there, and so that could hurt and affect my business. So for me, from a business standpoint, if you have one, you wanna think about how your business will be affected. For me, the things that I do is I look at my marketing and how I'd have to change the messaging of it based on where people are at. I might have to change prices of my products if I have to. I might have to create new products that can better serve my market and my followers and my community that can better meet their needs based on where they are. Um, I might have to diversify things a little bit more. You know, I have a very diversified business already. I have many different income streams, and that's what you want. You want to have a business that has multiple pillars, like a Parthenon, not, not a one-legged stool. One-legged stool, if your whole business is dependent on one product, then if something happens to that product, you're out of business. You're going to suffer. But if you have multiple products, multiple streams of income, affiliate marketing, Amazon, coaching, events, courses, etc., all these different pillars, you remove one or two, the structure still remains. So the more I diversify and mature my business and mature these pillars, the more they'll be able to withstand the challenges that will come. So business, I anticipate all of that. And then financially, I also think a lot about as well. So in terms of financially, uh, like I said, I'm an investor in the stock market. I have a real, a, a real estate property as well, but I more prefer investing in stocks. Uh, my mindset, I'll mention, I have other videos on investing on my channel, but my mindset is always long-term, like I said, and I invest in mature, blue-chip, large-cap stocks and companies, and I'm very well diversified across many different sectors. My favorite investments are always index funds, ETFs, exchange-traded funds. So, for example, owning uh, the S&P 500, which is the top 500 uh, companies in uh, the United States, then that's very diversified in an index that has very low fees and it mim mimics basically the US economy. So I like investing in indexes and I always have that long-term horizon of over 10 years. I never really look at making short-term gains in the stock market 
or through my investments because I know I can get the short-term gains in my business. If you have a business, that's always the easiest and fastest place for you to earn short-term money. I call that your summer crop. A summer crop, very easy to make money from it. You plant some seeds and you're gonna see that summer crop in a season. But you use your business to generate the cash flow or your job, right? That's something you're doing every day that you can generate the cash flow from. But you take that money and you plant, uh, instead of summer crops, you plant apple trees. Apple trees are gonna take longer to, to grow, right? You plant the seeds, it's gonna take a lot longer than a summer crop for it to build, but when it does build and it grows, the apple tree is more secure and stable and it will be able to withstand the challenges, the ups and downs a lot more. So for me, that's just a bit of my mindset um, when it comes to investing is I always take my money and I plant apple trees. I put some back in my business, of course, but I also wanna make sure that those apple trees are the long, long-term stable investments. So that's why I like blue chip companies. That's why I like large cap stocks, companies that are gonna be around for many, many years to come, okay? So even though if they drop, like if I own, the bank stocks, for example, I own Bank of Montreal, Bank of Nova Scotia, Bank of America, JP Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo. I own all the bank stocks in the US and Canada, at least the biggest ones. All of those, they could drop. They will drop, of course, if there's a recession, but they have a track record to be able to recover from a recession. So even if all of those dropped, I see that as an opportunity for me to buy more stock when that does happen because I know that they will recover over a period of time. Okay, and I'll benefit from it. And even when they drop, I, you know, all the bank stocks pay dividends as well. So you get dividend payouts every quarter typically. And so sure enough, you're still making money. You can reinvest those dividends when there is a crash or recession like that. So before I go into the investing, first thing I always make sure I have is cash. So more than 50% of my net worth, okay, five zero, 50% is in cash. Uh, the other half of it is most often other investments, mostly stocks and some REITs and some bonds. It's kind of spread and diversified pretty well, but I like to hold a lot of cash. This is one thing that you can do to prepare for a recession. Now, I've always recommended in my money management videos I have on my channel that you should always make sure you have at least three to six months of your expenses put aside in savings. That's money that you never touch. It's for a rainy day, it's for emergencies, and that's always the first thing you gotta have. You gotta make sure that if you did lose your job, if my business did suffer, and I needed to pay my bills, my expenses, I had emergencies that show, that show up, I gotta make sure I have a cash reserve that I could live off of while you're looking for a new job, while I'm trying to fix things in my business, that if I can't pay myself as much, I've always got that cash and that, that gives you peace of mind. It gives you a sense of security. So everyone has a different threshold for risk and what they're comfortable with. Um, but I look at up to six months is good enough. If you have more than that, it could make sense to do that, but you're also now missing out on some opportunities of what you could do with that money. Now, for me, that's the first thing I have. Now, when it comes to holding cash, um, the reason why I hold a lot of cash is because, again, I'm patient and waiting for a recession to come, or at least market corrections. I like to wait until there's a drop in the market so I can buy more stock at a discounted price and benefit from the upside from that. But I don't just always just hold the cash and wait for that, because sometimes that doesn't come. So for example, let's say over the last three years I've been waiting for a recession, hasn't come yet. And if I just sat on all this cash and I didn't invest any of it, then I would have missed out on all this great gains that we've had over the last few years, especially just over this last year. So for me, what I do is 
I keep a big cash reserve, okay, that I'm patient with, and then when there are these little dips, I do buy, okay? If, even if it dips a little bit, I'm buying throughout the year, so I'm still benefiting from the upside and growth, but obviously I'm not benefiting as much as I would if I put all of my money into it. But here's how I think during a recession, okay? If you have $100,000, during a recession, when everything is dropped in value, your $100,000 is now like worth $400,000 the buying power and the spending power of it has increased. So it's just worth so much more. There's greater opportunity that you have with that cash. So yes, it's hard at times because I am missing out on gains I could have, but again, I do invest as I go throughout the years, when there's drops especially, but I'm still holding the majority of my money in cash. Now, when it comes to also holding cash, the minimum is you wanna hold it in some sort of interest-bearing account. So you wanna get something from the money from your cash. Um, you don't want to get nothing from it. So at least getting interest. So that means that having that cash in a savings account, for example, uh, for me, I have a lot of it in brokerage accounts as well as savings accounts. Sometimes you can get better savings uh, interest rates depending on different banks or brokerage accounts. But I usually get 1% to 2% interest um, depending on the currency that I hold. And by the way, that's like on par with inflation because I think inflation in the U.S. is about 1.8%. So I kind of look at that as an offset. I mean, interest are not really going to get rich from. It just kind of offsets inflation. So that's kind of how I look at that. Um, but at least the interest helps with inflation. The other thing that I look at as well is I look at having some of that money in fixed income investments. So fixed income investments are are fairly low risk Um you can lose some money on it. Others, you're not gonna lose any money on. So for example, if you're in the US, it could be a treasury bill. If you're in Canada, it could be a GIC. And pretty much what it is, is it's a fixed income with a bank, for example, where you, let's say, give them $10,000 and they guarantee you a higher interest rate, but you can't cash it. Some of them are cashable, some of them aren't, but most often you get a better interest rate or a better return if you lock it up for a longer period of time. Now, I like more cashable ones because I like the flexibility. If there is a recession tomorrow, I want to be able to take that money and use it. That's also why I don't like to hold a lot in real estate because real estate's hard to liquidate. Um, it's hard to sell real estate. You can't just sell it on a dime like that. Stocks, index funds, ETFs, um, fixed incomes that are cashable, redeemable, you can get out of that a lot easier and you have the flexibility uh, to invest in things if there is a recession. So I like having flexibility with them, but I do hold fixed income investments. I also own bonds, uh, more government bonds, which are more secure than corporate bonds and especially more secure than junk bonds. So bond, like government bonds, for example, I like to own index funds. And by the way, I apologize if I'm going too advanced here. You can tell I'm very passionate about this. And I spend a lot of time studying and you know, been doing this for many years now. So some of this might be a little, I'll try to explain things for you a little bit better. But when it comes to bonds, um, Government bonds, I like indexes again because it's diversified and for the most part, government bonds are lower risk because the government doesn't go out of business. The government is fairly secure. It's not going to collapse, at least in the United States government. Other countries, not so sure about. Versus a corporate bond, that's a loan for a corporation, they can default on the loan. The business is more likely to go out of business. Um, than the government is. So it's more secured by a government bond versus a corporate bond. And a junk bond are companies that have not as good credit rating, uh, more high-risk companies. You can get higher returns from those junk bonds, but most, of the, but they're higher risk as well. You know, you could lose your money in that. So for me, I like to own government bonds. And one in specific, uh, in particular, I can give you off the top of my head, 
is an index fund, an ETF uh, called, the, the symbol for it is SHY, SHY. I can put it up for you, but typically bonds, government bonds, they're not gonna go up and down in value that much, but you can at least get dividend payouts from them every quarter. And so it's at least a way that um, I can have my money a bit more secure, at least make more money than the interest that I'm getting, uh, you know, just by having my cash in a savings account. And it's fairly liquid as well, where I can sell it if there's a recession, and it's not really gonna lose much. And typically bonds perform differently than stocks, at different, you know, depending on when stocks are up, bonds can be down. When bonds are up, stocks can be can be down. So they kind of complement each other well, and that's why a lot of investors recommend when you allocate things to have a sizable amount in bonds and some other fixed income investments. So for me, that's kind of an idea. I don't have any percentages I'm going to give you guys or anything like that, but um, I allocate my money across different vehicles like that. So if my stocks drop my bonds can still be secure. I have cash. I have some other fixed income investments. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly secure in the sense that it's not like my, not my whole net worth is going to collapse if there's a recession, for example. Now, in terms of stock investing, I do like to buy stocks that I think can, again, fit within my horizon over 10 years plus. Again, those large cap stocks. I do have some riskier stocks as well in the cannabis sectors, of course, that it's fairly volatile, but I believe in long, long term. And you know other technology companies as well, but um, stocks that can typically do well during a recession are like, for example, dollar stores. Like I own Dollar Tree and Dollar General on the U.S. Uh, stock market. I think a Nasdaq, where typically you know when there's a recession, people will increase their spending and go more to dollar stores. Even Walmart and Target and um, even Amazon, you know, can withstand with recessions because. You know, when people and consumers, they still shop when there's a recession, but they're going to go to the stores, whether it's Amazon, Walmart, Target, or dollar stores, where they can get better prices. So people are more cautious about their spending, of course, and, um, and all of that. So there's certain stocks like that. Even utility stocks can do really well. Um, so there are stocks like that, which I try to diversify amongst, where a certain percentage of them, that if there's a recession, I can actually benefit from some of the upside of some of those stocks that I own. Okay, so that's another mindset, another approach that I take to prepare as well. So there's a lot of things there that I do, but really the biggest one is holding a lot of cash and having investments that I can liquidate that are more fixed income investments that when there's opportunities in the market, I wanna take advantage of that. And I think that's the biggest mindset. For me, I'm preparing that if there's a recession, that yes, my portfolio, everything can drop up to 50%, but long term, long term, I'll be able to quadruple my net worth over a five to ten year horizon, and quadruple it in ways that I never would have been able to just going at the pace that I'm right now. So I look at it as an incredible opportunity for me personally, where um, you know I can take advantage of that, knowing what I know, preparing my mindset, even learning investing, learning business, learning marketing, all these things that can make sure that I can benefit as much as I can when that time comes. And if it doesn't occur, which you know, I don't think that is likely, it's just a matter of time, but if it doesn't, then I'm still benefiting from the gains that I have because I'm not completely out of the market. Like I said, I still have a lot of my net worth invested. I'm receiving dividends from these investments, and I do invest 
you know, every single month as, as well when there's dips in the market and opportunity that I deem is worthwhile. So it's taking that long-term approach, guys. I think that's the most important thing. If you've got time on your side, then a recession could be the greatest opportunity of your life. You know, for me, if I were to go back in 2008, for me at that stage of my life, I was just learning investing. I was like 21 years old, um, 22 years old maybe, and I didn't have as much money as I had now, but I was learning investing. I had some investments at that time, and I did invest, but I, don't, I wasn't in the position that I am now. And I think that's one of the best things you can also do is just get, take advantage of this growing economy in this time to get yourself financially secure, having great cash flow, save some money, and that is going to also benefit you when that time comes too. So prepare as much as you can. I mean, you might have to work extra right now, but I think preparing financially for that time is great. If you're not prepared, if you're struggling right now, if you're dealing with a lot of mental challenges right now, mental health issues, depression, emotional challenges, financial challenges, all of that is going to be amplified if there's recession. So right now is the easy time, believe it or not. Right now is the, the, the time and the opportunity for you to get your act together right to get prepared and to get in a good situation because you don't want to be going through that when there's a recession so i think with anything that i've shared with you here um so far i think that's the biggest thing is just preparing that mindset and um you know and i think anticipating things as much as you can but the more that we prepare then the more we're able to deal with the challenges that arise in our future. So hopefully this video has been helpful for you. I mean, I could talk so much more about this, but uh, I don't want to you know, ramble on too much in this video. I just want to give you what I, what I do and the, you know, the approach that I take. It might not be the right approach or the best approach, but I'm just being transparent with you what I've learned and what I've studied and what uh, the decisions that I've made for myself. But uh, hopefully you can take something from this and apply it. And if you are going to be prepared, there's things that you're doing, I'd love to hear from you. Please leave a comment below this video and uh, let me know. Maybe other people can benefit from it as well. Um, if you enjoyed this, give this a thumbs up here on YouTube. If you want to learn more about me and Project Life Mastery, subscribe to my channel. You can check out my website. I'll provide some links and resources for you as well. But my website is www.projectlifemastery.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you again soon. God bless and take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.